I think what I'd like to do at some point is to make a video where I oh, that's funny. go through the office and say hi to every single person <laughs> by name. And if it doesn't end with a round of applause, I'm burning this place to the ground. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Here we are. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Ryan, are we recording? We are. <laughs> nice to see you all. That's Julio Gallarotti laughing. That's him. Dude, way to keep that in the exact same voice. Welcome to Oops the Podcast. Are we recording, Ryan? Yeah. Great. You goddamn right. You goddamn um, right, brother. Unflappable as ever. Unflappable <laughs> Fran. So, um, G Unit, I need to ask you a question. Okay. So I was in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. right? Now, this coffee shop was set up in such a way that the checkout counter was farther from the entrance. So you had to walk across the shop. To get to where yeah. the coffees were. But it wasn't that obvious that where there were a cluster of people, where there was a cluster of people waiting, that that was where they were waiting for their coffees. Uh, so it could have looked like they were waiting to order as Correct. Well. Okay. Yes, this place was so minimalistic Mm. that they didn't have a very obvious register. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And what with technology these days, these tiny little screens, you might not even know where to put your credit card (laughs) or, or, you know what I mean? So anyway, sure enough, like like a doofus, I got into the line for the coffee, for the people waiting for, for their cups. And I sat there just wondering, goodness, this isn't really moving very quickly. And after a few moments, well, first, a woman came in behind me after a minute or so, and she knew the deal. And she walked straight over to the line for the ordering. Is there an online ordering at this particular establishment? Like, were there people who went straight there because they'd already ordered online? There may have been, but I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, she went over to the line. There was one woman ordering her coffee. And so this woman that walked in after me got in line behind her. Right? So she's now second in line. The one who came in after you, who's her? What do you mean behind the, her? While, when Whoever I came, was there. When I came in, if I had known where to order... You would have been sandwiched between them. That's right. Okay. And I would have been second in line to the woman currently ordering. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that obviously that was the place that I was in the wrong line, I walked over to the proper line. Now, the the woman who had come in behind me had barely settled into that line. I mean, she was almost still like coming to a stop, right? She was sort of rocking on uh-huh. her feet. She was like a boat that had come into a, a slip. As you were approaching that line? As I landed at the line, she, she was land- she yeah. wasn't she wasn't set. Okay. She isn't she hadn't locked herself okay. in. Okay. Now I had thought that she would have because I made a little bit of a show. I made a little bit of a show as I was coming in 
to my to the proper line, I said something like, "Oh, this is the proper line." Uh, okay. I gave her one of those. Okay. Okay. Right? To show that you've been there. Oh, this is where oh. we order. Oh, whoops, <laughs> whoopsie daisies! I've been in the wrong line since before you came into the establishment. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> now, she did not say, "Oh, go ahead." Am I to expect her to do that? Should or 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 have I forfeited my right to going in front of her because of my own stupidity? I believe the way that this should go is as follows. You approach the line. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How, oh how did I not god. know? That's my first time. It's my first oh time in my here. Oh my god. <laughs> Making such a scene, dude. It's so funny. I love Another person comes in. Hey, over here. You're going to want this line. Don't make the mistake I did. No, no. Oh, God. You do it better than yeah, I do. That's funny. Yours though. is better. That's funny. Um, but, dude, the way I think that should go is you arrive at the line after having clearly gone the wrong way. And mm-hmm. having and had spent some time in this store. Yeah. Took you a second to realize what was going on. Mm-hmm. You got a text. You're I'd, looking, look, I'd looked around. You're looking around. So I she, knew where the bathrooms were. <laughs> she, she now knows. <laughs> she knows what has happened. Yeah. She should go, oh, go ahead. And then you should go, no, no, no. Yeah. You go ahead. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. Ha, 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 ha. And then she goes in front of you. And then we make out or something? No. And then you ask for her number, but you've already asked for someone else's number in that (laughs) coffee shop. Because I'm a lesbian. Because you're a lesbian. Uh, That's right. I'm. uh, That's a throwback to last episode. You got to probably listen to that for context. Very, very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, But dude, yeah, I think that that's how that should go. But I do actually think you, it's fair to expect her to offer you the spot, even though you will decline 10 out of 10 times. I know you're going to say you might not decline. I think you would. I think I probably would. I think you'd ultimately decline. I think yeah, I wasn't really in that much of a rush. And it plus, unless she started to be rude about it, in which case you then might defend your claim to the yeah. spot of line. But you might even say, I wouldn't have even taken it. But it's ridiculous to not acknowledge mm. that I perhaps could lay claim to this spot. Yes. yes. So what, did you, what happened? I got in line behind her, and she was just looking at her phone. There was, there was no acknowledgement of of grace or, there. You know, mm. I just waited while she ordered her stupid coffee mm. and watched her get in and out of there ahead of me, mm. dude. But did, was that it? Did the phone? Is the phone what killed it? Like she, she just didn't notice any of it. I, I'm gonna say, let's say for the sake of the story that she just was completely aware of everything and chose not to let me in. Okay. I think, I think it's probably Possible. more of that. It's probably more of that because of you know judging her. What was, what was her deal? She sucked. <laughs> sucked a lot. In which way? I don't know. Probably not very nice. Probably not very nice to her, her, her. Um, kids or something is she that she of age to have kids maybe maybe but she shouldn't Mm. i thought about calling child protective services (laughs) this mother's not doing right by her kids 
she can't notice me at my place in line. How could she ever care for a child? That's right. She's not fit. Completely fair. Not fit to be a mother. Completely fair. No. Um, I don't know. She just didn't. She just didn't seem open to the world. It's nice to just like if everyone were to just be courteous, all things would fall into place. Like we wouldn't have traffic. We wouldn't have traffic. We wouldn't have. We certainly wouldn't have as much. Mm. And you in this situation. She being like, no, 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 you, no, you, mm. everything's all good. Then the two of us walk out of that store thinking more highly of the world. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there's a pleasant exchange. Yep. There's a nice, almost Scandinavian exchange <laughs> You're at, right, at right. nine in the morning in a coffee shop in New York. You don't, ex- you don't expect that so often. Heightened societal function. You know, because it's like that movie, Pay It Forward. With uh, Haley Joel Osmond. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Remember Helen, that movie? Helen Hunt. Yeah, and Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoops. Was it good? Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. I like. I watched it and I remember nothing. It's a big movie. Big oh. time. Big time movie. Um, and the concept is very simple. You do uh, good deeds for three people. Those people do three good deeds for three more people. And it affects the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we... If I have that exchange with that coffee lady i think that she goes out into the world and then you know she maybe maybe gets in an elevator and someone says hold that door and she holds the door right Mm. and then the person that she held the door for gets off the elevator and she goes into the office and she sees somebody and they put their hand on the last bagel because it's bagel monday Mm. and she says why don't we just split it and they say okay yeah you're right i don't need a whole bagel and then the person that she splits the bagel with, you know, Bagel Monday, Bagel Monday, that <laughs> person day. goes home and, you know, I don't know, does yeah. something kind, sends an email to his grandmother saying how much he, she's influenced his life. And then the grandmother changes her will to reflect. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like it all. You, you see where this is going. 100%. You can see where this is going. Absolutely. That's all it takes, guys. It's one little act of kindness. <laughs> one little act guys if you want some dope gear go to mugsy.com right now we are rocking it right now and we love it yeah before you even go on do you mind if i just stand up and stretch my legs please Uh-oh. oh baby oh, the, oh baby the green corduroys cords cords dude mugsy pants are the best they especially are good if you have trouble typically wearing pants and having them fit you like myself yeah they are stretchy they fit well and they don't stop at just pants see the sick denim jacket i'm wearing look at that this is also for mugsy that guy's ready to take some names <laughs> also a slew of incredible hoodies and sweatshirts all sorts of different kinds of pants jeans corduroys mugsy's got you covered yeah julio wearing that coat looks like the passenger on the airplane who if both pilots had strokes he would step up and land us safely you're damn right brother i on the other hand (laughs) i'm wearing the green cords and everyone knows to ask me for a next book recommendation (laughs) which he'll be happy to give did you see how easily i stood up from my chair that means there's no stretch or pull didn't have any discomfort as I did. These are the most comfortable pants you're ever going to wear. That's that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. So this is it. This is it. This is when holiday legends are made. Legends. Establish yourself as the greatest gift giver in history. In history. Or treat yourself by heading over to Mugsy.com for up to 30%, 30% off, off the entire site. Whole site. Full of the most comfortable and best looking jeans, pants, and corduroys and tops. That's it. 
that the world has literally ever seen. Literally. That's Muggsy.com. No code is needed for up to 30% off of your entire order with free shipping and free returns. You hear those sirens in the background? They're coming for your pants. Mayhem. Coming for your pants. Free returns if you don't like them. Experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. I have a new um, effort. What? Is this, a, is this part of what we're talking about currently? Well, it, it works. Works. It ties in. Okay. It's about 300 employees at Barstool. Mm-hmm. I'd like to learn all of their names. Wow. That's impressive. So how many, but like, even including the ones who aren't in the building? No, I can't do that, okay. really. So everybody in this, there's 300 people in this office? I think so. Oh, my God. Um, Something like that. Upstairs, it's a lot of people in sales and marketing and analytics, the tech team. Is it possible to get like a roster? Well, <laughs> have you looked at it's a good point. <laughs> I think what I'd like to do at some point is to make a video where I oh, it's funny. go through the office and say hi to every single person <laughs> by name. And if it doesn't end with a round of applause, I'm burning this place to the ground. <laughs> Dude, it's really funny. Isn't that a good idea? It is. And it's funny, too, because to get that many people in one video, it'll have to be such quick edits. <laughs> Tyler Ryan. <laughs> I, ju- names like Julio are going to work against you for mm. real format. Three syllables. You might yeah. have to just call me G. Yeah. Julio would be no problem. You'd be one of the easiest G- ones to remember. No, no. But I'm saying like for time, if you want to get it into the format that would like make it good for social media, uh-huh. you need to get 300 names in super fast. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess you're right about that. I think we could cut it up nice and quick. Yeah. And I don't also, mean you to don't cut need, you off. What? No, you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, I guess you don't need to have literally every single person either. You just get however many you can get in there. No, I think we should show that I've I've acknowledged and said hi to every single person. <laughs> uh, dude, I love it. That's a great little initiative. Yeah. Um, so on the other end of that, of goodness of humanity, let's talk about the other side. I was watching the Army Hammer uh, like show on discovery plus you watch that no i mean dude basically talks about army hammer but like i would i'd love to see a more sophisticated version of this show it's like a three-part series and it just turns very like like you know those magazines in the supermarket they sell next to the register it just like feels too much like that Uh you start learning about his great grandfather and his grand and all the shit that they did and it's like let's talk about Army, dude. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't necessarily see the direct correlation here. Maybe no. that's just completely wrong. But just because like your grandfather was like a weirdo sexually doesn't mean you're going to become a weirdo. Sexually. Oh, was that right? That's a, They're like basically trying to prove this thing that like all the men in the in the hammer fucking all lineage, the all the hammers yeah. were, had, were like weirdos sexually. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was like Oof. their big argument. OK, Um, I don't know. But dude. It's always interesting to watch that kind of shit. Um, yeah, that's on, that's on Discovery. Discovery Plus. Don't yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it. Hmm. You're not going to learn anything new. I see. Whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> that's it. Oh, you know what I watched? We watched a horror movie, which oh, wow. is very rare. It's hard to get Sierra. To- What'd you guys watch? It's called X. Buddy, is it new? It was superb. It's good. It's new. Superb. I gotta watch it. I'm ready. Yeah, it's it's by that it, this great um, Ryan. You're gonna need to help me out. The filmmaker director. He had deviated from horror, but that's sort of where Guillermo he, del Toro. No, it's where he made his name, I think. And he's T returned. West. Who is it? I think it's T West. Yeah, 
What else did he Ty make? West or Ty West or T West? T West. Forgive me. Um, what else has he made, Ryan? If you don't mind, I think he's made a, a prequel to this. He's guy. made three movies based around this one concept, and I think they're all going to be released within the same twelve month period. The, and this uh, is one. Of so them. there's another one that's yes. out right now, which is a prequel called Pearl. I haven't yeah, seen any of them. That's supposed to be really good. Either. And then right when Pearl came out, he dropped another teaser trailer to the third installment of whatever that's all about. Haven't seen it yet, oh, but it looks yeah. really good. How it's was really it? Really good. Oh my god, it was excellent. Exactly, it, huh? You know, from the from the opening shot, you could just tell. It it it, it reminded me of Midsummer, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, it's this a is movie. a film that happens to fall in, the, I guess, the horror category, mm-hmm. but ultimately, there's real art here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not corny. the the shot The cinematography, the shots. Are are fantastic. The acting's great. Kid Cuddy mm. plays one of the leads. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'd argue it's a good time for horror movie, the horror genre in general, because like it seems to be one of the only genres that like studios are willing to like take risks on, like because mm. they're still thrilling. Like there's something about them that like trumps some kind of draw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's the only movie where you'll see like actors you don't know that well sometimes. And to your point, like they're really good sometimes. They are. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're probably not that expensive to make. Mm. And I say that because every horror movie I've ever, you know, it's always like a one house. Right. 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 Where, where do we? Where are we shooting? Well, the, we're going to shoot the entire movie at this house. Mm-hmm. The, the Conjuring. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's not as though they need to go to Milan and right, get a right. drone shot of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's a, a I'm simplification. Not sure. The con- the conjuring felt expensive. I have no fucking idea. But like to your point, but it's like, all special effects, right? right. Yeah, I guess. But that stuff's expensive. It can be. Right? It's but it's not like the Death Star exploding. It's not a Boeing 747 right, right, right. exploding okay. in yeah. midair. Fair, fair. It's not Iron Man or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I know in, in generally speaking, like, yeah, I think you're, you are right about that. Mm. And also, yeah, you don't need to like pay big name actors all the time. Right. Uh, right. Because the story is the kind of fun part about well, it. Think about because they made nine conjurings after that. They did. make. I saw that. I think I saw the second I one. I saw a couple. The first one was pretty good. The first one's amazing. Yeah, the first one is is incredible. Yeah. They work in all the like classic horror movie shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Okay. I got one more thing that we did. Okay. So we, we went upstate to the Hudson Valley. Oh, yeah. You were telling me. It was really nice. How was it? Good. Foliage, Ye- not peak. <laughs> but it had to be pretty good. Close to peak. Can you even tell? Like, yeah, I can tell. very clear. You're like, that's peak. Uh, people, oh, well, I, I got the eye for the peak. Has Maine peaked already? Maine may be at peak right now. Right now. Okay. Or, or, or it may have. It probably peaks a little bit before New York. But oh, yeah, it yeah. wasn't peak. No, it wasn't. And you were like, man, I really wish this was peak. It, it bummed me out. A lot of, <laughs> lot of half green trees. Mm. It's like eating an apple that's not ripe yet. Yeah. You I, know? I, I did. I don't know. Like, foliage is still foliage, though. I get you that, like, is, it, is, is this the thing where it's like once you've seen peak foliage, there's no going back? You just want to get it right. You, you want to be in, in, the, in the sweet spot. It's, a, it's a, a, just an absolute feast for the eyes. <laughs> when it's all when it's just rolling hill after rolling hill of yellows and reds and oranges, it looks like everything's gently on fire. 
So you were in like Western Connecticut, right? Uh, yeah, right on the border. We were in like Western near, Connecticut, and near like Danbury or like further north. We drove that. through Danbury. Okay. Um, and then and uh, yeah, we we went to a restaurant, which was nice. But we went we went up, and we you know what we did is mm. we did some clay shooting. Oh wow! Now Sierra has never fired a gun before. I've only done it once. Have you ever done clay yeah. shooting? No, I'd never done that. Just shooting of a gun. I'd period. gone to an, a, a gun range in Nashville and fired all kinds of nonsense. Was it fun? Yeah, kind of. Mm. It's a little shocking. Yeah. I'm like not, what? Just like the sort of like force yeah, that the, comes the, out of the, the, the utter violence of a shooting an Uzi. Because uh, they had AKs. They had anything you wanted oh, to wow. shoot. Um, and we shot all kinds of nonsense. Machine guns, fully automatic guns, I, I'm pretty sure. <coughs> um and shotguns and all that and it's just it's just crazy how how loud even though you're wearing the earmuffs mm. so i walked away from that nashville experience kind of like okay well that was cool but i would never need to own a gun i'm not sure that i would want to take part in mm. recreational gun stuff P.S. Have you been seeing? I've been noticing like a lot of comedians posting themselves shooting at this like obstacle course. Yeah, that's out in L.A. That's a thing, huh? Yeah, Shane invited me to come do that, but it was it's like an hour and maybe more mm. outside of L.A. I saw you never you know this guy Nick Simmons. Yeah, Hillary calls the protein lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like super jacked. You've told me about him. You say yeah. natty. He, he yeah, talks about he, yeah. He's the, he's one of the funniest like jacked people. I've ever seen huh. like he because he like talks about it a lot uh-huh. and it's like not obnoxious like I find his stuff like really good cool anyway he, I, there's a video of him doing it and he's literally just like hitting every target between the eyes I'm like very concerned for him yeah <laughs> like dude why are you so good at shooting guns I know <laughs> and you know something we were not good really at shooting clays and it's hard right it was really hard I, 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 I my friend had done it and had told me man it was a lot easier than I thought and then I got up there and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this clay throwing machine, because it throws them out. Do you have to go pull? Yeah. Yeah. You it, have a shotgun? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And, you know, it gives you a sort of a safety briefing, and, and you're shooting into the hill and the trees. Mm-hmm. And they throw these things, these clays out, and they sort of saucer out there. And you have to lead it. Yeah. Dude, it's got to be hard. I mean, I, I, I probably had him pull, I don't know. 30 clays i think i hit three of them that's pretty that's decent no it's, it's not? not what is like a good percentage i think anything over like 50 percent is so probably 10 percent is solid. bad i don't think i would hit any potentially they had they had four different clay machines and there's one that throws them out from kind of just next to you so it's basically just coming out in front of you but don't they come out fast right yeah pretty quick but but like, what you're, is it what you're saying that like if you miss one, you can kind of get closer on the next one type no, of thing? No, I'm saying that 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 particular machine gave you the easiest track to follow. It was just straight ahead, right? Yeah, Got because it. there's Got then it. there's one that that the throws arcs, it right? throws it just across your horizon basically on an arc, and that's much harder, mm-hmm. and it was farther away. Okay, and then there was one that rolled it out, rolled it along the ground. He called it the rabbit. Oh, shit. So it's bouncing on the ground, and you have to shoot it as it bounces off the ground. That was really hard. Oh, wow. And Which then, one did you hit? 
I hit the two that were coming out from behind us, basically, or next to us. The, like, quote, easier one, yeah, as you put it. but the second one is harder than the first one, and I actually found that to be easier because it comes out at an angle and sort of arcs across your, your plane of view. Okay. And you hit that one? I hit that one. Oh, nice. But then these two other young guys showed up and, and took up a station next to me because up to that point I had been the only one. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, so Sierra, she went first. And the instructor said, I need to let her go first if she's never fired a gun before. Well, did you ask why? I I think she he was concerned that if she heard the gun from me, she would just not want to do it at all. Because it's too loud? I'm not sure. Okay. But either way, she fired it once, looked at me immediately and was like, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know about this. And then he was like, okay, now we'll we'll, we'll try a, a clay. He threw the clay out because the first time she just fired it into the woods. Got it. And then the next time they threw the clay out, she did it again. She goes, nope. She just says it doesn't I'm done. It I'm done. I'm not a gun person. I hate this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think that's a much better thing than if she'd been like, I fucking love this. <laughs> Let's get guns. Let's get bigger guns. Yeah, what yeah. else can we shoot? <laughs> right? Yeah. Not every weekend she wants to go shooting. Yeah. My yeah. dad loves guns, dude. Does he? Big G loves guns, yeah. What does he so what does he like to do? Does Dude, he go to a range? He has these funny things where he like really he's like into the idea of being into something. And he may act like he's always sort of like seemed to enjoy shooting guns. Like our next door neighbor had like a rifle and we would like go shoot it. I don't know. I shot it like one time. But then he'll like go to a range sometimes. Wow. And uh, yeah, I'm like, dude, what? And then he'll, but like, it's, I, I loop it in with him being like, all right, I'm getting a motorcycle. I'm like, dude, no, you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think the guns are just like an easier one to execute than like the plane. He wants to fly a plane. He wants a motorcycle. He wants a gun. And everyone's like, dad. <laughs> he always wants to do it. It's so silly. He just watches one Nick Cage movie. And yeah. He's like, I need all of yeah, that. Like, ba- like, dude, basically. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But so did you guys have to. Did you have that idea in advance, or were you up the, there and you like saw a sign? Uh, this the, this place has all kinds of fun stuff, and so that was something we hadn't done yet, and uh, we we just set so it you've up. Been up to this area before? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a relative. Hmm? There's a relative who lives up there. We he, my uncle has a has a farmhouse nearby. Nice. We were staying there, and he was he there? No, got it. No. And we came in it late at night, and it was a little spooky because mm-hmm. it was very dark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the kind of house where if you if someone did come yeah. in to get you, you'd, yeah. you'd have no chance. So it's funny. I like you. I've seen where, like where you grew up. Like you're used to that, in theory, right? Um, yes, I, I guess that's true. I'm, I'm just saying, like that. I'm just saying for because what what I'm about to say. So m- myself included, I'm used to that growing up. My parents were not. My parent, my mom. Uh, both of my parents, I mean, when we moved to where we, where we ended up living in Connecticut, it was like super dark and my mom, like it took her a while to get really used yeah. to it. She was like scared. And it was funny to see everybody that I grew up with be afraid of the city though. Oh. They're like, oh, New York, like there's crime, there's da da da. Yeah, right. And having lived in both, I got to say, I am more afraid of the pitch dark country than I am of the city. Really? Yes. Wow. Are you not? Um, I think it's a different fear. Yeah, it, but it's like the fear of like the weird shit. I think that there is an a- irrational fear that creeps in. Yeah, which I can pretty quickly 
squash. I, dude, I'm not scared in either scenario. But like, as far as what you're describing, yes, the the creeping fear of like the local weird person, yeah, creeping up to your window and then like you know like all those horror movies. Uh, yeah, it's 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 having marauders. Yes, lay siege upon your cabin. Right, right. For for the sake of bloodshed. Yeah, like that movie, The Strangers. The Strangers. That movie's oh, fucked up. It's really bad. That's, that's a brutal movie. That one's movie. really tough. You know what's funny about that movie? Okay, that movie's really, really fucked up. If you like horror movies, it's a good one. It's really, it's really like brutal in the sense that it's just like this completely random, horrifying crime for no reason. Yeah. They make that point, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't do anything. Yeah. And then, and the way that they, I don't want to spoil it, but the end is like one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! And dude, they're like it's based on a true story, and I had to like look more into that because of how like impossible that was to tolerate. And it turns out it's like unbelievably loosely based on a yeah. true story. And and you know it's what? based on nothing basically. Yeah. Thank God, the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. They start that movie and say, "In you know, this was based on a crime." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and that was bullshit. Oh it's really? Just lied. It's just complete nonsense. That movie's like, have you seen the original? The one from the 1970s? Yeah. I never saw that. I saw the first remake, okay. which prevented me from sleeping for a year. It was year. scary. So at the, that age. Yeah, yeah no, totally. The original one is not scary at all. It's like super campy, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like If you like horror movies, all those like OG movies that have been made 78 more times mm-hmm. are all really fucking good, dude. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street's great. Uh, Halloween is like actually scary. Halloween is... Halloween's actually really scary. good. The the original Halloween the original, is actually scary. Yeah, yeah. What, what perfect timing for this conversation, by the way. Look at us. We didn't even do this on purpose. Couple bad, well, look at scary us. boys. Couple fucking uh, couple dogs. Yeah, uh, that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, the one, regardless of whether or not they're good or bad, they're good. If that makes sense. Yeah. Poltergeist is amazing. Mm, I never uh, saw that. Pet Cemetery is amazing. Mm. Um, I've tried to watch all the classics. I can't really remember off the top of my head. The Exorcist. Kept me awake for Exorcist a few weeks. Exorcist is really good. Really too. good. Really, really good scary. Movie, really well shot. Um, dude, yeah. What Watch did some you, good horror movies. What did you guys do when you were children and you were too afraid to fall asleep? Whether it's from a movie that you watched, or you were nervous about a noise that you heard outside. What was like your coping mechanism as kids? I think I went into my parents' bedroom. Correct, same. Yeah. I don't know that I. I don't know that I got into bed with them. I'm not sure that I did that. I might have, but I, I think I think typically I would try to go to sleep and then I'd yell, "Mom, mom, <laughs> yeah, same. mom!" Same. <laughs> she'd come up and I'd say, "I'm scared." Mom. Yeah. And she'd say, "Okay," and she'd you know maybe she'd look in the closet, quick peek under the bed, all good. Oh, that's nice of her to do that. She might have. That's val. That's actually nice. You va- you validate the fear. Yeah, you're not scary. like, that's hey, stupid. shut up, you yeah. dumb kid. <laughs> you're an idiot. Obviously, there's nothing <laughs> under the bed. Look at how small that space is. Don't you think we would have known? You know what's scary? How stupid you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh Sounds like God. the mom from the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, from the coffee shop? The coffee shop. The 100%. That dumb bitch. Um, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I... Watch, okay, the most scared I ever got of anything, there's an episode of the X-Files where somehow the, like, two protagonists are, like, linked. So this one child is, like, kidnapped, is, like, currently kidnapped, and then some adult is randomly, like, feeling everything that's happening to them. Oh. 
That, like, I slept with the lights on for, like, four months. Wow. Uh, I was at my friend Ryan's house, and uh, and shout out to Bill, his stepdad, who I fucking went upstairs crying into my friend's stepdad's room, which is, like, such a, like, thing you don't want to do. No. You really are uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. And then he, he kind of talks like this. He was like, all right, Jolie. I always like. <laughs> <laughs> he, Another Julio he character. Gave, he, <laughs> he gave me a soda and like chilled me downstairs. Uh-huh. And then I think he ended up taking me home or my parents came to get me. And then I didn't sleep for four months. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like potentially slightly too old for this to be happening. Um, but what are you going to do, dude? Yeah. In the same year, dude, two movies came out. They both have the root word orphan in them that are both two of the best scary movies, in my opinion. One is called El Orfanato. It's it's in Spanish. It's really fucking good. I believe it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Not positive. Whatever. It's amazing. And then also The Orphan. Have you ever seen The Orphan? I've seen The Orphan. You like The Orphan? I love The Orphan. I thought it was solid. Dude, what a phenomenal twist. Good twist. It's stupid, but it's phenomenal. Good twist. You did not see it coming. Yeah. Super freaky. Good good actors. Good it's, actors. It's, it's the same. Um, it's Vera Farmiga, right? Vera Farmiga. So she's in The Conjuring as she well. She is? Yeah. And clearly horror movies know which actors and actresses mm-hmm. can really pull off totally the scary shit. I believe The she's Orphan someone. was the f- came out before. And I th- it must have been why they put her on The Conjuring, because of how good she was. Because before that, she was in The Departed. She wasn't like a scary movie She person. was in um, the one with the, f- the flying movie with George Clooney, too. Oh, yeah. She was in that. Yeah. Up in up, the air? Up, up, up in, in the, the air. air, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, speaking of which, I believe we're all tied up right now. Okay. I got oh, next you, weekend. I'm going, I'm going somewhere. You dog. I added two flights. Fuck. Going to Scottsdale. Wow, fun! What are you guys doing? Oh, nice! Shoot, shoot something funny! Oh, what are you doing? I think I'm probably not going to say right now because uh, I want to. I, I think I know what it I is. I want to tease. I know what it is. Yeah. You told me a little bit about I it. I did. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Sick. Um, um, all right, I'm excited to hear more. So I've got about two it. there, which I'm excited to have. But that nothing, nothing beyond that. Okay. Well, I have four scheduled. Damn. But I, we have a lot of time left Damn in the year. You. A lot of time left in the year, mm-hmm. my boy. Not that much. Enough. It's like, whatever, 14 weekends? Mm. Not even? No, not even. Yeah, left. 12, 12-ish. 12, whatever. Yeah. Um, dude, so I was just in Charlotte. Have you ever been to Charlotte? No. Shout out to everybody who came to the show. Great show. Had a really nice time. Um, but I'm starting to understand Charlotte a bit more. Usually I'm like able to sort of like get it. Uh, I'm, I'm in a place long enough to get it. Last time I was there, I think I was opening for Pete. We like didn't do a ton. We were like staying downtown, so I didn't really get to get a feel for it. But it's sort of like it has like an Atlanta vibe, a like you can be in your house in the city, but it like feels like a suburb type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Charlottians. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, had a really nice time. Love love a good show. Love a good time. That's an up and coming si- coming city. I think it is. There's like a lot. They're building a lot. They're People are talking about that city. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Makes sense. My buddy Mike lives down there. Shout out, Mike. He listens to the pod. Shout out to Mike. Mike C. So, um, dude, I forgot. I, I show up to the show. It was I was there for one night. Got there in the morning, Left was leaving the next day. Packed the night before, so there's no excuse for this. But I arrive, and I forgot my pants. <laughs> 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 I had, like, what I wore on the plane, which was, like, you know, a jogger situation, but no pants. Forgot the pants. 
Forgot my pants. I've never forgotten my pants. <laughs> so what did you do? I just wore joggers. Wow. But I had like a matching. I had my like matching situation. Mm-hmm. Little rule of threads action. Uh, so it looked good, I thought. But then I mentioned this on stage and like 25 minutes into my set, a girl goes, I don't like your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Drunkenly yells out, I don't like your pants. And then makes this like really kind of upset face for a large percentage of the show. Uh and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, maybe she's drunk. The kind of girl, one of the girls next to her kind of storms to the bathroom, which I thought was her friend. Turns out it wasn't her friend, but she was just like upset at her, which thank you for doing that. Like, you're just, you know, I, she didn't, she really wasn't that disruptive to the show besides saying she did not like my pants. Yeah. And also her just making that face. But then at the end of the show, bro, she comes up to me. She goes, hey, you're, you're like maybe my favorite comedian. Can we take a picture? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what? Were you not there for what you've just been doing all night? <laughs> I don't know. It was like a pretty weird turn of events, to be honest. Yeah. And I like the idea that you're very pleased that someone showed their displeasure by going to the bathroom. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, because it wasn't, I, it was, it would have made sense if it was her friend who was like, oh God. And she was embarrassed. I know. But do you think that the offending girl was like, oh shit, I just made someone get up and go to the bathroom in a huff. I think she was too drunk. I better reel it in. She was maybe a bit too drunk to notice. I got to be honest, after the show, when she said, can I take a picture, I did not acknowledge the pants comment. Mm. I was like, okay, whatever. She got a little overexcited. Yeah. Got a little too drunk. This is the equivalent of like the people at the Bad Bunny concert throwing up before the concert's even started. Because <laughs> 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 you can't really heckle at a Bad Bunny concert. And we were able to use the pants thing for as a nice moment. That's a good moment. To chuckle around, whatever. Little, little what, pants. All humor. good. You know. Yeah. Good, uh, good. I think all go, you know, no harm, no foul, but sh- yeah, what are you going to do? Love it. Dude, I, I just really love starting my morning with a nice Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. It's just really nice. I, I get annoyed late in the day when I know I can't, I have to wait until the next morning Yeah. to have my next cup I'm, of coffee. I'm proud of you for having that much, uh, that much discipline. It's just, yeah, I, I like to have it be my treat, and it is a treat. Every morning I wake up, I have my Oops Beans double extra shot espresso with oat milk over ice in a mason jar and i'll tell you what there's a reason life has been good lately mm, dude love it mm-hmm. love to see it it really is the best and it's good for any season there's so many different things you can prepare obviously and the oops blend is one of the best out there it's our signature coffee from one of the most coveted and relied upon coffee roasters in the entire country that's brooklyn roasting guys and you can go to their website right now brooklynroasting.com use promo code oops beans for five percent off get a few tins of our coffee trust us you'll like it if you like like coffee and if you don't get it for that person in your life who does everybody loves coffee get out of here oops beans is the promo code brooklyn roasting is the website okay so dude i just did what is it's just like the hardest workout class Oh, in my opinion, which one? Solid core. Yeah, it's fucking hard. We've we've talked about solid core. There's different kinds of hard. This is its own kind of hard. Obviously, I'm sure there's harder classes. No, it's It's you can't you can't do it. Exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. It's not doable. So I'm wondering. I'm like, is this as good as I think, or is it just I just can't do it? Like, is getting closer to being able to do it good, or like, would I be better served doing something I can do? (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. a good question 
And like, I have no problem making adjustments. Like, I know I'm going to have to do that. I'm not in good enough shape to just be doing the full thing. But even then, I can't do it. Yeah, so you got to just get stronger and stronger. It's a set of muscles that, unless you work on them, you're not going to get them. You're not going to work them from from walking or jogging or a lot of other exercise. So, yeah, and it's a type of class, too, where there is a thing where they're like, if you've done less than 25 classes, do this. Yes. If you've done 25 to 50, do this. I'm very curious that if I get to 25, if it will like if I will be noticeably well in a different I, shape. I would think it situation. would also be 25, not super spread out. Right, you would do, right. had to have done them in a shorter period of time. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I've probably been doing it once a week, roughly, specifically because I have a hookup elsewhere. Yeah. For like a similar kind of thing, you it's gotta, easier. I actually think it supplements each other nicely. You got to pump those you numbers up. Two though. a week. I think you need to get to two. I have done solid core once with a young woman who was the best I've ever seen. She was really good at it, dude. It was as though she was possessed. She was doing everything at three times the speed of everyone else. Yeah. So and you like, know, you know where, all? like, you know where, like, I think you army crawl your arms oh, God, out yes and then like bring your knees in on the yes, reformer yes. thing all terrible things. she was doing it a, at a speed where i was like i didn't know you could army crawl that fast that's crazy it was she was just on the toes too just like rah, 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 yeah. and and making us all feel really inadequate yeah yeah dude super fucking hard to the degree where it, it almost felt obnoxious <laughs> you know it's like well why don't you just teach the class right <laughs> dude they don't have towels i think anymore it's like a post-covid thing and dude like there are times where i'm standing and i'm like i'm going to slip and die <laughs> like i yeah. need a towel yeah because i need to bring my own towel but like and it, yeah i don't know it's predominantly like there's mostly girls in that class and those type of like reformer classes are like pretty girl heavy in my mm-hmm. experience to the point where the other day i was in new york pilates class shout out to new york pilates um and at the beginning of the class, the instructor goes, guys, let's give a round of applause for the guy in the class. <laughs> and, while, and everyone starts clapping and I start putting my arms up like as I'm lying down. It's a pretty funny moment. It's like, a good. It's pretty That solid. is a good moment. That's <laughs> good. Proceeded to be the worst in the class. Yeah. Uh, but what are you going to do? It's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. How's your boxing going, dude? It's good, man. Um, my instructor doesn't. He's not proud of me. At all, but in a way that is supposed to encourage you to continue to do better. Are you like a little more nurturing? I think he's becoming less and less interested in, in helping me. How come? He just he sees so many cause. flaws in my my sort of technique, and the more flaws, for example, my last lesson, which was earlier this week, he was so unhappy with my form on my uppercuts. That he basically was just like, all right, go to the speed bag. And when he tells me to go to the speed bag, that's when he's basically, I just like go into the corner and do the, for, and then, and then the lesson's over because I do that for 10 minutes or whatever. And then I do our, he makes me do exercises. But in theory, like you're paying him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And and he, I know. And and that's why I'm starting to think maybe I need a different coach. Oh, wow. Because this guy is not. He's not, you know, he didn't even work me for the full hour. Oh, wow. Hit the bag. Yeah. All right. Is it expensive? It's 75 bucks a sesh. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's cash. It's a lot. 
I don't have a ton of cash lying around. It's a lot. Every week I get cash doing spots in stand-up, and uh, you know it's gone by the end of the week from from paying okay. our cleaning lady and paying yeah. our my boxing instructor. You did off-peak solid core thirty-six fifty-eight. That's pretty good. <laughs> They're also on um, class pass and stuff. Uh, yeah, CP. Yeah. Um. Okay. Real quick, I want to talk. I have I have two things that I think are very nice for this episode. First of which, wait, wait. You know what else he does? What? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. When he when he sees me doing something wrong, he looks to somebody else nearby in the gym, and the two of them smirk at oh, each other. Oh yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun. I can handle that on some days. Others days, I'm too like, fragile. What do you, why don't you? What do you expect? I have no idea what I'm doing. No. I told. It's not like I lied. Right. I walked in here and said I've never done this before. Right. Easy for you guys to do in your home turf. Like, let's see you fucking hit a ball from the blue tees. Come play piano at yeah, my apartment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah? yeah, well, I'll find a pianist nearby and we'll have a laugh at your expense. Yeah. You I'll s- teach you, Mary, how to little lamb. Yeah, you clunky fingered, broken handed <laughs> brute. Life of boxing, yeah, that doesn't lend itself to playing the, the ivories. Look at you. <laughs> um, well, dude, real, tr- real life horror story situation. Our pal Brittany Griner over there oh, man. has been sort of. The the process has, like whatever appeal they did has been denied. Yeah, and it appears she's going to serve nine years in a penal colony. Oh my god! What a nightmare, dude! Is it really a penal colony? I believe so. Unless it's just like me, like me not reading enough into the story of the details of her incarceration. But like, what a like terrible, sad thing. You know what pisses me off, man? What? There are people. Whenever people comment on this story, there are people who say, well, like, yeah, She's it's, an idiot. Or, like you got to follow the laws of the countries you're in. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. It, you know, it, it's that must make it even more frustrating to know that it was like such a preventable thing. Can we end. can we just acknowledge that, you know, this sentence is being levied against her. For geopolitical yeah. reasons. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like very if, if, if Russia were an ally and yet had very strict marijuana laws. She would not be in jail. This would not be going on this yeah, way. Agreed. It's just so it's, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Well, dude, also, like, I haven't given this a ton of attention. Per, like, I haven't been thinking about it because... I just assumed, and this is wrong, but I was like, oh, they'll figure it out. She'll get out. This is too silly of a thing to actually keep her there. And, you know, dude, these like these kind of stories tend to sort of like not end that well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This sort mm-hmm. of like long-term wrongful incarceration. It, it does, it's not like a tale that ends triumphantly a lot of the time. Prison so is no joke. It makes me scared for her, yeah. to be honest. It does does for me, too. I'm worried about this. <laughs> I'm very yeah, I, I made I made jokes before. Maybe I did them on the pod too about how yeah. I thought she should have escaped. <laughs> no, did you, I tell you that? I've heard the stand a bit. I yeah, I had it as a bit for pod. a bit, and and then I, it was like it, to your point. I'm like, I don't. I feel really bad for her. I, I'm not going to yeah. make jokes about this anymore. Yeah, man. Is she like in her prime? Like, what's the deal with her? Yeah, the, man. She was her? on the Olympic team. Yeah, she's like one of the best forwards or centers in the history of the WNBA. Yeah. It was unclear. Like, I, I. I you know, I feel bad admitting I don't I don't know like where she's at in her career. I wasn't sure if she's like getting to the end or whatever, or like where she's at. But yeah. it's a bummer, dude. Uh, scary shit. Mm-hmm. 
That's great shit. So we wish you all the best, Brittany. Hope you get out. Yeah. Dude, I started taking Athletic Greens because it is a simple, healthy habit that gets my day started and gives me some momentum. And I love some momentum. Oh, everybody needs momentum. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. No. Uh, dude, AG1 is just a very small and effective micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Uh, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. It's also lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free. It's good for all those and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Gee, I've been on the AG1 formula ever since we first met this brand. I have not stopped taking it. It is absolutely a staple of my day. Cheaper than our cold brew habit, as they like to say. Yeah. And uh, is, as far as I can tell, the only thing holding my gut together. Because I, I'll tell you what, my gut, not my favorite body part. <laughs> but thanks to the AG1 formula from Athletic Greens, uh, I've been, uh, the, the engines have been running smoothly. To make it easy, right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and, free, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so in the meantime, the, here is a an interesting thing. We have a couple emails that both sort of um, run along the same theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I think w- is worth addressing. So, Great. okay, here we go. First one is called marriage advice. Recently discovered the podcast a month ago. I've been catching up on older episodes. Love the stories and the banter. I've been dating my girlfriend for about a year and a half. She's moved in with me about six months ago. She's perfect in every way, except for a couple of financial issues. Number one, she has $100,000 in student debt. This doesn't worry me as she has a good job and is paying it off. My concern, mostly, is with her parents. They have no money in the bank and struggle to pay monthly bills. They also are terrible with money, buying a bunch of shit they don't need and can't afford. We're in our mid-20s. They're in their 50s. My question for you guys, would this prevent you from marrying someone? I can get over the fact that she's in debt, but it really worries me that in 5, 10, 30 years, I will have to help bail out her parents due to their poor financial choices. I've worked hard to save money for retirement, buy a house, afford vacations and all that. I don't want to have to worry for our entire marriage that her parents could need help paying their mortgage uh, any given month. I love her to death, so nothing should affect that, but the financial stress is taking its toll already. This is such a good email. This is uh, remarkably fair and, and more fair than you would think. The obvious answer is, well, there's two. One being he can put up guardrails and establish their own financial independence early on and just say, listen, your parents, it's their own fault that they can't be disciplined in their spending. My money is our money. We're not going to help them out, yada, yada. Okay. But that breaks down. Big time. When an in-law comes to you on their knees and says, we have no money. We are, we're, in, I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't afford our mortgage payments. Mm-hmm. So please this, help. Yeah. And here's the problem too with that. Like you can establish whatever the fuck you want, but like, you know, the girl is in, is in a bunch of debt. sounds like too. And debt or no debt, if the parents are in a really bad situation and she can't help them. You're just not going to help them. Of course you are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, hopefully it doesn't come to that, you know? 
Um, but yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and he can't say anything to them. He can't be like, "You guys need to get your finances in order." You know what I mean? Totally. Like, if I'm if I'm to marry your daughter, I want to know that. Yeah. But dude, every time they're like, "We bought a jet ski," you're like, yeah. "Oh God!" <laughs> there's there's an amazing dude. Think about. You know, for so long, uh, the choice of who one was to marry, certainly going back to medieval times, was you weighed you weighed the dowry. Totally, totally. Her father owns People these still lands. Do that shit, dude. Yeah, and she's a more eligible bride to you because of what she comes with. Yeah. that you're marrying into. And not to mention, like, still, dude, a lot of the people who I know whose families have a lot of money are still they pull that shit still because they're like all right like if you want all this you gotta play by the rules a little bit right which i kind of am like i like when i see that i'm kind of like okay this is like one example of why it's nice that i don't come from that because <laughs> otherwise i'm like there's a lot of things in the green column too mm-hmm, of why mm-hmm, it's good mm-hmm. but like having that people control you like that it's like oh like we can take away your lifestyle yeah. If you don't play by the fucking rules, you know, so whatever. So good on you for not being in that situation, first of all. But you're right, dude. There's a reason why that's a thing. Right. For shit like this. Now, I have the same advice for this one as I do for the next email we're going to do. So I'm not going to like spoil that what, what that is yet. So if you have more to add to this. No, let's... I mean, I, I think I think that this guy, unfortunately, has to find a way to establish his feelings for this woman and whether or not he loves her and wants to marry her independent of her parents Mm -hmm. you know it's tough but if she's the woman he wants to marry and loves her and all else as well the student debt thing a lot of people have student debt obviously that's no fault of her Mm -hmm. own if she's still paying it off and has whatever doing the best that she can and working hard like all of those are are positives totally um and you'll find a way together to to sort of work out her parents situation it's yeah yeah it sounds to me as if the student debt is only a problem because he doesn't think that she'd be able to really bail the parents out because she's already in so much debt yeah or that he wouldn't feel fair this guy doesn't sound like a bad dude at all he seemed this is a a thought that you can tell he's ashamed to have. I know, but you know? It, and he but it's real, be. bro. It's real. Like I, you know, I've never been in that situation. I don't think I've never been in a serious relationship with somebody who ha- who was like my parents are a mess. You know what I mean? Um, there's also, by the way, hard. there's other things you can do, right? So, like, let's say worst case scenario. This is so absurd, but worst case scenario, the parents get evicted. They're out. They have nowhere to stay. So they have to come stay with him and his now wife. And let's say that they've got kids. Well, it's like maybe you could have the parents be nannies or something. Or landscapers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fucking Get the dad some in the yard. work program. <laughs> you know? Looking good, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Pay them a little allowance under the table. Yeah. Here you go. Good job. Yeah. Just know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> An extra ration of rum for your for the <laughs> you've earned it, Carl. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, do you want me to do email number two? You got any yeah, more? because I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> well, I just have yeah, I have like 
Jesus, I mean, I, I hate to do this. Um, Ryan, I need to have a bite of that cookie. Oh, yeah. Those I've are, been looking at it. Dude, There's, they're really good. I've been good. looking at this cookie that Julio brought as a treat, and I just can't handle it any longer. Cookies for the boys. I just need one bite of this cookie, and then I'll be fine. And they're then phenomenal. I, oh. They're really good, dude. Oh. That is a cornflake marshmallow cookie. It's delicious. It's a good cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this is actually a perfect time to eat a cookie because we're going to read email number two. Um, all right, dude. Hang in there with the shitty parents. Uh, hey, Julio and Francis, I need some advice. would like to quickly mention uh, I've not spoken to anyone about this for two reasons. One, because of how sensitive a to- of a topic it is. And two, because I've recently found out this news about two months ago. I'm 27, been dating my girlfriend for nearly four years. She's 22 and was recently told some unfortunate news uh, from her parents. I don't know where the timing of this news comes from, whether her parents see that she's finally an adult or should know or whether they see us as a genuine couple with a likely future. However... The news and timing is one that is very serious. I'm not sure what to make of it. In short, my girlfriend and I have spoken about the ideas of living together, having a family. Uh, No rush, but I do see her being the one. The news that was shared uh, was that she has a condition called balanced translocation. Uh, I'd like to preface this by saying I haven't fully read and digested the concrete meaning of all of this. But this is a condition where she is likely to have complications giving birth. Recurrent miscarriages, unbalanced, uh, unbalanced translocation, Down syndrome, uh, a baby with the translocation condition pa- passed down. I'm sorry, I don't understand uh, that part. But, uh, but there's about a 25% chance of a healthy natural birth. Uh, there's hope, though, in high-tech treatments such as PGD and IVF where the couple conceives via in vitro, but the procedures are very expensive and likely not covered by insurance. Uh, I know I shouldn't think of money at a time like this, but the fact is there could be financial stresses, not to mention psychological stresses in the future. I love her, and this is such a complicated decision in so many aspects. Even if I'm 100% supportive and okay with the precautions that will need to be taken, this can be a large toll on a couple. Um, I haven't really taken the time to seriously consider what this path would entail for myself if I make the decision, uh, but I don't feel comfortable speaking about this situation because I don't want to reveal any friend, family, her friend or family, her medical condition. So I haven't talked to anybody about it. Uh, I would think any normal person would tell me to be more selfish, to really think about myself. I want to have a family one day. Any advice? Am I overreacting? Is the situation manageable? What would you do in my shoes? And what questions should I be really asking her and myself? Oh, this one is tricky. It's tough. This is really tricky. Tough, tough, tough. This one sucks. Yeah. Gee, I want to hear your take first. Okay. So this is what I think. I think this somehow, not somehow, but the same advice is applicable to both of these situations, which is that you should not be planning so far down the road in this type of way. Like, okay, that, that didn't make sense. Sorry. This is what I mean by that. You love the person, right? Everything's great. They're, having this thing that could go wrong is not a reason to end something. You don't end something good like this, especially when it's something where the, your emotions are involved and where you love the person. You, you love the person, right? So why end it prematurely for a thing that you don't know uh, that you're not certain is going to be a problem? You can't not marry the girl because her parents suck and you can't not marry the girl because she might have a kid that doesn't come out perfect. You know what I mean? There's workarounds because at the end of the day, like the most important thing is finding a person that you are crazy about and want to be with forever. Like that should be the number one priority. So anything else, like you'll figure it out. Her parents suck. You'll figure it out. The kid 
there's there's a high likelihood of whatever you'll figure it out and you can even do i'm sure there's additional tests additional precautions you can take to change the percentages or you can adopt or there's other things that you can do like if she is the mo- if she's important to you and, and you love her like if that is more important than the idea of starting some family that you don't even know you can actually you know what i mean like why why do you have this picture of a family as opposed to the family that you literally have in front of your face. Okay. I think that's a very I mean noble. That. I mean I, it. And I know. I know you do. And it's probably Was why. Was that clear? Did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, it took me a sec to get No. That. I, I, it's, uh, it's all there. Okay. And I, I, I wish that I were a good enough person to agree with you. It's not, I don't, dude, listen. It's, it, maybe I'm being like too idealistic. It's possible. But and it's okay to have a hot take on this. Like, I think... Given the fact that he is writing the email to us with doubt means that they are not, they should not, he should not marry her. And the reason I say that is if you know all of that information and you're willing to take on the challenges of complicated pregnancies, of potentially, you know, having children with major i guess developmental disorders um you know trying and failing the expense of in vitro and and you know that at 27 and 22 right like and you're and you're not sure now i mean to 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 know that and then get married you had better be like so sure mm-hmm. that this person is my wife and whatever the world throws at us, no yeah. challenge. I wouldn't want to take on any of it without her. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. I, 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 there's part of me that almost thinks, and this is, I hate when people say this, but like, it's almost more fair to her if you are having these doubts now to give her time to find that person who will just say, I don't fucking care. I love you for li- for you. And we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll adopt. It does sound like this guy does have mm-hmm. a vision of what his family will look like. Right. So, but to, so the thing you're not like saying this, but the thing that you are referencing, I think, could go either way. Which is that m- maybe there's a hint of like, oh, they're so young, they're young enough to get out of it. He's young enough to get out of this and like fully start over and find that family he wants. But you could also argue that because of that, they're so young that he has more time to see if this person's even the one. Like why? Like the idea of ending something preemptively for stuff like this seems like you're, you like the best laid plans of mice and men type of thing. Like there's only so much you can plan. Like shit's going to go wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who knows? You might leave her and have a new person and that, and you have miscarriages with that person. Like that happens all the fucking time. Of course. You know, of course. And if you really, if you love her, this is the one, whatever I granted, I agreed. She, they're young. First of all, maybe just don't get married. I think my advice would be don't get married yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> is there no part of you that thinks that, um, you know, to prolong this and continue to kind of just push it off from his standpoint might be selfish to her, like against her. No, it's it's just so cold hearted to be like, I want family with woman who can deliver. Yeah. I must break up with you. Like, like, 
He loves her, bro. These kids don't how, even fucking exist. We don't know. We think he does. He how says he does. Undying his love is. If his, that's, maybe it isn't. But that's the whole. That's the whole issue. The whole issue is that he. So there would be no issue to me if he wasn't sure. Because if he wasn't sure, then he'd be like, "All right." I'm but not it sounds sure. like he's not sure. He's not sure be- because he loves her. If he didn't give a shit, it was, would not be a difficult yes, decision. But, but if he loves her in in that undying way. Mm-hmm. then he's not writing us the email. I'm, I feel like he, that is why he's writing us the email. Because it, make, it makes it so much harder of a decision if he loves her in that undying way. He's so married, first and foremost, to this idea of the family he wants to have. That by learning that she has these issues or whatever, it's throwing him for... Yeah. I guess it could go either way. No, to me, you're, that's you're how right. I read it. There's Everybody has flaws. Okay. You know, he, you're right where if he says, my God, there's only a 25% chance of us having a healthy baby. Um, and I don't want to take, I don't want to bet on such a slim chance. So they break up and then he goes and he finds someone else and seems like it's perfect. Oh, I've made a great decision. Hooray. And they try to have children, and then they do. Babies are healthy, but uh uh-oh. This woman, now, a couple years later, turns out to be an abusive, whatever, nightmare. You you just can't predict. You're absolutely right about that. I don't know. I I struggle with knowing... (sighs) My point is, if he said, I want to marry this woman... I just need to find my peace with this medical reality. Mm. Then we would say, yeah, then don't worry about it. You know, you can adopt. You can try the in vitro. Like Aaron Judge was adopted. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fucking jackpot. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> well done. Well, he just was eating them out of house and home for fucking... They <laughs> come home, he's eating the cabinets. <laughs> like, Aaron, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. No, but dude, I hear you. Listen, like, like, this decision becomes much more difficult if you just really love the person. And if you do, th- there's no decision to be made, bro. Fucking do it. Go be with her. Yeah. Like, it's such a special thing. Like, whatever you guys, whatever challenges you guys face, you'll be facing them together. And I know you could be like, oh, it's her burden to bear. Like, she's the one who's fucked up. Fine. But, like, if you really love her, like, it's going to be hard to just end this because of some shit that hasn't happened yet. Right. You know? Right. Let her rip, baby. I think that's, (laughs) yeah, we're probably closer than we think. But you and I. um, But, uh, yeah, that's a tricky one. That is a really tricky one. Are you more inclined to try to um, tell the guy with the money issue or the medical issue to to push forward? Yeah. Which one which one would you be more inclined to try to say get married? Um, What's the bigger burden to overcome? The bigger obstacle? Probably the the kid thing. Yeah, for sure. It's probably the bigger obstacle. It has to be. It's it's it took me a sec. I had, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they both because the parents are currently a problem. <laughs> I love the idea of these parents <laughs> just being uh, absolute disasters. <laughs> 
slot machines. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, we're gonna, we're really gonna dial, dial it back. Yeah. We're gonna dial it back. He's just up in a new Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> oh man, this Sirius XM radio. <laughs> <laughs> it was on sale. It was on sale. Six months free. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, but even then, okay, you know they are currently an issue. The child doesn't yet exist, but then on the back end of that, uh, I guess the child is more likely to be an issue, it sounds like, because mm-hmm. you don't actually know if the parents are going to become an issue to you. It's just like a, a looming thing. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, dude, listen, like, all right, if I, if I found out Hill Dog had some issue like this, I would, f- without a doubt, stay, stay the course, dude. I know, but I also think that's part of because you guys have we're older you're so oh, you've established this relationship over all these years they have too it's the I same amount of time right. but also because you're older listen man love always wins brother well yeah bet on it <laughs> bet on it um all right what do you got what's going on let's see here well you know what i'm, I'm i'll just say this I'm, I'm putting together a big tour cool for the new year awesome and it's going to be really fun and I've got a lot of new material, and I'm very excited. Phenomenal. And it's going to be cool. Uh, so I'll tell you guys more about that, but just know it's coming, and I hope to see many of you in the in the cities that I'll be going to. Amazing. Very, very big news. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm going to have some good dates coming up in 2023 also. Um, for this year, I have uh, November 12th, Blind Pig in Ann Arbor. We'd love to see you guys at that show. NotHulio.com for tickets. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Do we have any facts with Ryan? Facts with Ryan. Were they lying? Facts with Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, pay it forward. Got a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> By the critics? Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. I thought it was a better movie than that. I haven't seen it. Sounds, I remember not liking good. it, but I was younger, and I don't know if I trust myself. I that's was a, not I fair was a for film them, snob those as a critics. Young man. Yeah. yeah. Fuck those critics. Yeah. Army Hammer was married to Elizabeth Chambers from 2010 to 2020. Wow. Solid. A whole decade. I don't know who that is, but okay. Yeah, that, that was his wife. <laughs> Sci-fi, animation, fantasy, and adventure films are among the most costly genres with an average budget of over $60 million. Wow. Music-based, horror, and romance genres, on the other hand, have a relatively low median budget of less than $10 million. Look at that. Makes sense. So, right. I did see The Conjuring uh, when I was looking it up. Conjuring was $20 million. Mm-hmm. Conjuring 2 is 40 yeah. Wow. So okay. Um, Big budget for a horror movie, but no. yeah, twenty million dollars for a movie. I mean, that had major actors and actresses in it. Like that. That, that budget includes their salaries, right? Yeah. I remember the the Conjuring was a big deal when it came out. Yeah. It was incredible. So it definitely. That I has looked like it up, but they definitely made the money back on Rotten Tomatoes in both categories. Yeah. The, I think the first one had an eighty six. Right. Well, I'll go fuck myself. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Um, let's see what else we have. Oh. Typically, the second and third week of October are the peak times of foliage in the Northeast. Good. And then, (laughs) uh, according to Solid Core's website, they recommend coming in three to four times per week for optimal results. What the fuck? (laughs) I would be dead. (laughs) Give me a sec, guys, over here. Get in there. Dude, Sierra was doing it three times a week leading up to our wedding, and she was fucking... Shred, bro. Yeah, shredded. Jesus. Um, All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye.